Welcome to Courtney Barrett Radio. I'm Courtney and I'm your spiritual side hustle coach. I'm a former corporate sales rep turned spiritual business coach and breathwork facilitator. I am obsessed with helping you launch your online coaching business, sign your first clients and balance it all with your nine to five. Let's be real. There's no guidebook for 20 something women on how to handle the post-grad world of businesses, jobs, money, spirituality, and life. But if you're anything like me, I know you want to own your power to create major impact, start that business, and manifest your divine abundance. So consider this your spiritual yet down-to-earth bestie, sharing her experiences and tips for you to make your own rules. You're ready for this, babe. Now grab your favorite crystal and journal and keep listening. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Courtney Barrett Radio. I am so excited to have a very special guest with me today, Melissa Fates. So Melissa is a spiritual business coach who helps you heal the internal to rock the external reality. And I'm so grateful that she's here with us. So Melissa, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, And honestly, your title, your podcast title is so freaking cute. Oh, thank you. (laughs) I was just like, oh, I love that. I like that. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Um, And I'm excited to be here. Yes, me too. A lot of our girls listening have a business, but most of them are working it on the side of their nine to five right now. So I'm really excited to hear your perspective on business because it's super unique and I think everyone's going to love it. So for those who don't know you already, do you want to just tell us a little bit about you and your business? Yes, it depends on how in deep you want to go, but <laughs> no, let's, let's get deep. I'm here for it. <laughs> Um, okay. Let's see. Where do I want to start? Um, so I've been in the coaching industry for probably over four years now. I started as a health coach, um, and I started as a health coach actually because I, I'm not going to go that deep, but I started as a health coach (laughs) because I actually throughout my life, I had so many different eating disorders. Mm -hmm. And when I healed my eating disorder, I was like, Oh, I got to, I have to teach everyone how to do this because (laughs) I was able to actually embrace my life. Um, so that's what really got me started into the coaching industry. And as I kind of went through it, I loved helping females, but I got this calling of like, um, going more towards the business in and really helping females build, um, the foundations, create that Mm -hmm. life. Because for me, your girl loves to travel. I was always like, I want a job, right? Um, it's beautiful to see the world. So I was like, I want a job where I can just go see the world when I desire to see it. Um, I had many, many jobs throughout my life. And a lot of them were like, well, if you want to take two days off, that's fine. And I'm like, "Uh, but (laughs) me getting to Italy in two days, that's not going to work. Like, (laughs) yeah, like fly there, fly right back. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So I was like, "Uh, no, there has to be something else out there for me. And that's when I really just kind of shifted deeper into my path. And I fell in love with helping females create their businesses. Um, I fell in love with helping females create the lives that they actually want to live um, and getting out of that mainstream, like I have to work this job to make this money yeah. um, and not feel good inside. That was just like, we don't have to live that way. Um, and that's what really got me started in the business industry when I felt that just freedom. And once again, I was like, I have to teach everyone to do this. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then uh, to, to close it up, uh, I went through my spiritual journey in the, probably the end of 2019, 
Mm-hmm. And that really, really, really shifted my business. Um, and it's just been, it's been beautiful ever since, honestly. Um, and that's a little bit about me and my business. <laughs> oh, I love that so much. And I think it's really inspiring because it's very obvious that like every step that you've taken, you followed your heart, you know, you felt called to do something and you just jumped in and that kind of courage is just super inspiring. So I love it. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Yeah. Well, this just sparked my mind. I'd love to hear what is your favorite place you've traveled to? (laughs) It's like my favorite question ever, but I don't always ask it. (laughs) Well, thank you for asking it because this might be the rest of our podcast. No. (laughs) Um, okay. So I've lived in Italy and I've lived in South Korea as well. Um, I absolutely love both places. I lived in Korea for about four and a half years. So I had a longer extension there. Mm -hmm. Um, I feel like that was like the birthing of me into a new human and expanding into my true being even so more. So I, it, it holds very closely to my heart. Um, but if I just had to pick a place like random that I've been to, it's going to be the Philippines because the vibe of the Philippines, like the people were just so nice and so kind and so loving and just Mm. the, the water there. (laughs) It's a whole, I love being near the water. So Mm. take me to an Island, drop me off and you don't really have to pick me up unless (laughs) I can make it. I can find my food. Um, but yeah, the Philippines, I fell in love with the Philippines on every level. Ooh, I really want to go there. It's definitely on my list. (laughs) What about you? What's your favorite? So I think my favorite country that I've been to is Iceland. Just because I'm a huge like nature fan. I love being outside and we did a road trip around the country and the cool thing about it. I don't know. Have you ever been there? I haven't been there yet. So it's one of those places where like you drive for two hours and the landscape just looks like another country like everywhere you go is so vastly different and like I'm really into hiking so it's really fun to just explore around and it's really like quiet and low-key unless you're in like a couple of the main areas and I don't know I just I fall in love with it um but I'd say like one of my other favorite travel experiences not necessarily my favorite country but like favorite experience was going to the pyramids that was okay, really, really okay. cool <laughs> oh I love oh my god the energy there must have been amazing yeah, it was unreal. And just like standing in front of them, it's like, wait, like, am I really here right now? <laughs> Is this not my history book that I'm looking at? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, and you can, and like we went inside them too. Like it was, it was wild. <laughs> yes, that's definitely on my list as well. Oh my God. I love those. I love that experience. I feel like, especially within America, even traveling, I'm sure that you've noticed there's so many other different countries. Um, and people of those countries that just travel, but America, it's like, no, I have everything here. I'm good. I'm like, no, get out and see the world. Um, get out and see the world. I mean, obviously right now it's a little bit harder to do that, but it's so it, the way that it it just expands your mind. It's, Mm -hmm. it's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. I'm totally with you there. And even just like talking about it, I'm ready to like hop on a plane. (laughs) So I've been ready to hop on a plane since March. One of these days. <laughs> yeah, one of these days. Uh, my sister's actually living in Japan now. She left right before oh, COVID wow. hit. Um, so I'm super excited to go back and visit her there. Oh, yeah. wow. I would love to go. I'm actually, I'm half Japanese. So my oh. side of family is all Japanese. And one day I would love to go and like see where my family is from. <laughs> I love that. Oh, Jap- oh my God. Japan is another place that I love so much. <laughs> so the food there, whew, amazing. And the, 
people that are so kind, so kind too. Oh my gosh. Okay. I'm like, get me out of this. This is now a travel podcast, you guys. You missed it, but I changed my niche. (laughs) Exactly. It's like, I could stay forever. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I guess going back to business, I'd love to hear like, how do you approach kind of more like spiritual and intuitive business? And I know you mentioned that you kind of got into the spiritual side of things more so of like last year. So I'd love to hear with being a coach and running a business, but also helping other women with their businesses. How has incorporating spirituality really changed the game? It's been a game changer (laughs) because before I kind of went through my spiritual transition, there was always something missing in my business. It just didn't feel as like, I loved helping females. Um, I always give my heart and my soul when I'm with my clients, but there was just something missing. It's like, I want to, I want to help these ladies expand even deeper. Um, And that's what came to me. The spiritual, that's what really helped me was um, bringing on the healing aspects of tapping into building a business because when I first started building my business, I was like, yes, give me that external plan. Give me that external plan. All right. I'm good. But I struggled so much. And the biggest change was instead of having, just having that external plan, we needed that internal plan too. And the internal plan is not more of like a structure to do. It's more of like the healing aspect of actually feeling worthy and deserving of the business that you're creating. Because when you're getting out there and you're trying to attract clients, if you're literally like this program's never going to sell out, I'm never going to get clients. Well, hello, it's not going to (laughs) happen. Or it's going to be like one client that's like, yes, I'm here. And you're like, I did it. Um, But when you get to that point of healing and really knowing that this business, like within your soul contract, you created to have this, you were created to have this business, this business, you're deserving of it in every single way. Um, so it allows you just to be a more magnetic match to your business. Mm-hmm. Um, and really like embrace, I don't know how do I say embrace change and embrace the flow of your business. And it doesn't have to be so just like, in that deep masculine energy, which, you know what, if you're in that deep masculine energy, that's totally fine. Um, I started my business in deep masculine energy, but I also drove myself crazy because I was like, oh, I have to work from 8 a.m. to 10 p.m. You know, this is how I get clients. This is, (laughs) I'm the struggle. I got this. Like, that was me. And then after a while, you burn out. So it was like more stepping into that healing was like, I don't have, like, clients come to me with ease. My business comes to me with ease. I'm worthy of this. I'm worthy of actually taking a vacation, taking a break and, and not just leaving a nine to five and transitioning it into my online business. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. So that was a little (laughs) tap into that. (laughs) I love it. And, and even what we were just talking about with all the travel, it's like, if that's a big part of something that you love and you're passionate about, like, why would you abandon these things that you could just talk forever about? And you're so excited and that are, you know, just as big a part of you as your business. (laughs) True, True. Agreed with that. Definitely agreed with that. Yeah. Amazing. So I'd love to hear how did it feel to pivot in your business and to make a change and to change your niche? Because something that I do hear from women sometimes is that they feel called to take their business in a different direction, but they're afraid because, you know, they're known for something else already. They've branded themselves a certain way. Maybe they're a little bit nervous or they're just wondering if it'll stick, or maybe they haven't started their business yet, but locking down in a niche seems really scary and kind of like confining. So I'd love to hear from your experience what would you have to say about that? <laughs> um, I think in the beginning, especially as being as a health coach, like 
if you look back on my Instagram, you can tell like she was a health coach. She was deep into the world of health and fitness. And I felt like, Mm -hmm. well, this is what I do. This is my life. So this is what I should like teach on. Um, Even though I built my business, how can I just go help someone else build my business? So it kind of stepped into that, like, who am I to do this zone? But then what I realized was the more that I just tried to be like, okay, well, you know what? I'm a health coach. This is me. Um, I started feeling that resistance and that resistance started coming up in my business and my programs, not signing clients anymore. And it was just like, all right, well, this is not meant for me anymore. So it's either I'm going to allow this business to dwindle down or I'm going to um, take that leap and switch it into something that my heart is truly calling me to do. Because I feel like, especially when you're I wasn't even on a soul journey then. I was never really on a soul journey until it was hit me. It was like, oh, you're on a soul journey now. And I was like, all right, well, let's do this. <laughs> um, but I was just called to it and it just kept calling me. Um, and I remember the first time, and this is when <clears throat> it was like super confirmed for me. Mm-hmm. It was this female that I know, which I love her. Um, I told her, I was just like, she was like, oh, I'm looking for a business coach. And I was still a health coach there. And I was like, oh, well, you know, I sent her business coaches that I loved. And I was like, oh, well, you know, in about like two to three weeks, I'm actually thinking about branching and switching over to being a business coach. And she's like, all right, sign me up. And I was like, wait, what? She's like, sign me up. And I was like, wait, 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 what? And she's like, yeah, girl, I'm down. I want you as my business coach. And I was like, you're like, it can be that easy. (laughs) easy." Because it was just like, it was that alignment that was like, the universe was like, we told you, this is where you're shifting to listen. (laughs) Um, So that was like my confirmation. And after that, I um, never looked back. I just kept moving forward and moving forward. Um, And so I would say, when it comes to shifting your niche, if you're not really feeling called to it anymore, respect that and know that no one has the right to judge you. The thing is you're, you're here to serve people. We're here to guide people. And when you're really in that zone of loving what you do to the highest level, that's when your community is going to get the progress. So instead of thinking of someone's like, Oh, they're going to judge me. Think of your community and going to, we all have clients that are literally contracted to us energetically sometimes you won't receive those clients because you're not actually doing what you're supposed to be doing um and it's like the moment i shifted my client my business just blew up because that's where i was supposed to be the moment my spiritual gifts came more online my business blew up even more because that's where i was supposed to be so it's like allowing that flow within your business um to transition you because the universe is trying to bring you this beautiful success in your business but sometimes you just get pulled to the coaching industry for a certain reason. And maybe it's not your main reason. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's so many cute coaches that cute coaches, there's so many cute coaches. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's so many coaches that have transitioned. And it's like, I think it's just such a societal norm to judge people. But if you have time to judge someone for switching their niche, their niche, instead of looking at them, it's like, what is going on inside of you? that you have to reflect on them. Oh, it's because they were too brave to do that. So you're reflecting that back on them. Mm-hmm. So that's why it's like, we're, we're a mirror of things that we see. Um, yeah, so if you wanna switch your, switch your niche, just go for it. <laughs> that's what I say. <laughs> I love it so much. And what I was gonna say as well is that like, I always tell people in my own opinion that really it's your ideal clients, like your aligned clients, 
opinions that matter more than kind of like bystanders who might judge. Like if your ideal client who like really deep in your heart, you want to help so badly, like why would you not value their opinion and their progress and the transformation they could have over, you know, a stranger in your audience who is not even interested (laughs) and may not even say anything or think anything about it anyway. (laughs) Sure. Exactly. Exactly. Um, I feel like we also create these, (laughs) we create these scenarios in our head that like a lot of people are just living their lives, but, um, and sometimes it's your ego. Sometimes it's your ego keeping you small. It's like, we're safe here. Why are you going to go out and do that? (laughs) But you're like, and literally it's just talking to your ego, like, Hey ego, I hear you, but we are here to do bigger, expansive things. And this is where Mm -hmm. my heart is calling. So I need you to get on board. Yeah. Um, I talk to my ego and my inner child all the time. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good practice to get into. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. So I'd love to hear for co- like coaches who are new to the game, maybe they've just started their business or they have their idea, but they're just putting it into motion. Do you have any advice or kind of quick tip t- quick tips? <laughs> it's a tongue twister for getting started or, you know, when you're feeling kind of lost with everything in the beginning, because truthfully it can be kind of overwhelming, especially when there's a lot of noise telling you what you should do. What would you suggest? Just do it. Just get out there and do it. Get out there and post. Don't wait for your website to be done. Just get out there and send the love to your community. Start building your community um, and show up like a million people are out there like waiting for you yeah. <laughs> to show up. Um, and it's like, even if you get them alive and one person shows up, show up on that live, like there's a hundred people on it. That still happens to me. <laughs> <laughs> still happens to me too. Sometimes my, my numbers dwindle down. I'm like, we good. We still going. Um, because it's like, I always say the people that need the information that we're providing is they're going to get it. They're going to receive it. So allowing yourself to know that you're putting this information out there to serve, to guide, to expand, mm-hmm. not just, to, I think we get so caught up in like, okay, well, what about me? How is this going to look? I, 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 but it's like, hello, we started this business. Yes. To create this beautiful life. That's more a, a lifestyle of freedom, but we truly created this business to help people expand in beautiful ways we are serving we are guiding so when you take your perspective out of it and stop thinking about me 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 and think and focus more on well what's the impact that I'm going to make today and it's like you know what I'm starting my business and I'm really busy I still have my other job but you know what I'm going to at least post twice this week and I'm gonna feel freaking good about it Mm -hmm. um you just got to start you just got to get out there um and, and keep going. That's what I say. But I think that's the biggest tip. Cause I feel like some people, so many people yeah. are like, I don't have a website. I don't know what I'm doing. Um, but it's like, get out there and feel it. Like, <laughs> like start talking about things and see what lights you up. Um, and then go from there as well. Yeah. I think that's amazing advice. And even I know like for myself, my first two clients are people that I'd already known before my business. Like you just never know what happens when you start talking about things. Yeah. <laughs> Never know. Never, ever know. You never know who needs what you actually have and what you're actually providing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's a beautiful energetic exchange of just like up-leveling and the connection that you get to make with your clients and your community is, it's beautiful. It's like tapping deeper into that hard space. 
Um, Because even for me, I will honestly say when I started my business, I was thinking about myself. I was like, how much money can I make? What do I need to put out to make this money? Yada, 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 yada. And then it was just like, well, okay. Hmm. And obviously I loved, I loved what I was doing and I loved helping people, but I was focusing a lot on just like more of the me side rather than, well, what's the transition that my clients and my community are going to receive out of this? Um, and just living and building my business from that space of like, well, how can I, even one of my things, um, that pops up on my computer, it's like creating value is creating wealth. Um, because it's like, we get to put value. And I think also, even when I started as a coach, it was just like, well, don't give away your good stuff because what, why are they going to sign up for you? Like, why are they going to sign up with you? And I'm like, well, you know what? People need to know what you do. And the thing is, even though you're putting out this information, people hire you to actually keep them accountable and help them go through it. A lot of people don't do half the things that coaches put out there. Some people do. I was one of those people that I was like, okay, all right, well, let's try this. Um, but it just depends. Some people need that extra help and that's why coaches are here. So that's why I like to put out a lot of value so that even if someone doesn't sign up with me, if someone's like, oh, you know what? My day wasn't going well, but listening to your meditation or your transmission, like it helped me. Um, and even I'll have like clients come back like six months later and they're like, Hey, I would love a service with you. And I was like, all right, well, what's up? (laughs) Uh, you just never know. It's just putting your heart forward. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. And it's really clear in the work that you do that you give so much. Like I love reading your posts and your captions because I feel like there's so much love in them and you really, really have that amazing sense of knowing exactly who you're talking to. And that kind of content is so powerful because first of all, it feels amazing to make, but it's also the kind of content that touches people's hearts, right? And you can really never give too much. Like, obviously there are certain boundaries that you do need to set as a business owner, but in terms of like making really free content or like giving away your secrets or like whatever you may call it, it's never also going to be the same as somebody working with you one-to-one and like having that interaction on a zoom or something like that. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. It's like someone could read something that you gave away on your post Um, but being in that space of working with them, that's when they have the actual aha moments when they get to speak it out, Mm -hmm. um, and really just transition from there. And thank you. I appreciate that. Trust (laughs) me. It took me a really long time to niche down because I was like, but I want to help the whole world. Yeah. (laughs) I was like, oh, wait, if I try to help the whole world, that's not going to work out. Um, so just same thing. Soul level of, of knowing that I'm here to help light workers and star seeds. Um, take that next level that and and I love it I love it I love working with individuals that are in the deep spiritual work that are helping this mm-hmm. world ascend um, it's freaking beautiful so when I actually I remember someone someone actually messaged me she's like I love that you only work with light workers and starseeds I'm like that is who I'm here to serve yes. um, it's like I'm here to be a global leader and I'm here to help these other light workers and starseeds be global leaders as well Um, and I'm okay with that. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. I am obsessed with the fact that you just said that because that was actually going to be part of my next question for you. I love that synchronicity, um, because I was going to ask, like, when did you first realize that you were a light worker? And I guess for anyone listening who isn't familiar with the terms light worker and starseed, like, how do you describe them? And, you know, how do people recognize that within themselves? 
I think, okay, so light worker is basically, and <laughs> I always <laughs> laugh when I say this, because a light worker is basically a human on this earth that is here to help the planet, like ascend, that is here to help bring more light into the world um, to balance out, obviously, the darkness that we have within our world as well. Mm-hmm. So it's like, the light, a light worker is an activator as well. Same as a starseed, but it's just a little bit different. And I will explain why. But a light worker is an activator. A light worker is helping people heal. A light worker is helping individuals bring more light because the more that we can heal, and not just healing in like a healing way, but when you're building a business, you're happier. When you're, you know, getting healthy with a health coach, you're you're literally um, creating that extra value to your life. Mm-hmm. Um, when you're working with a mindset coach, that's a light worker, you're literally helping expand and reprogram your mind to bring in the, the possibilities because right now living within the 3d world, the 3d matrix has been created to keep us in this bubble of, I can't do this. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, I have to work 10 years to achieve this. Um, no, everyone else can have that, but that's not for me. And that's what the world we're in right now is in the 3d. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's like, as a light worker, we're creating more light and creating more expansion to allow people to know that they can have anything and everything they desire as we shift into the 5D world. And then on the other hand, a star seed, a star seed is basically um, an alien. We went there. So yeah, a star seed is basically an alien that is was sent down from a different planet. I'm from the planet Arcturus. Um, but I have I have different, um, obviously, even though we come from a certain planet, we live on different planets. We've worked in different sectors of the universe. So it's more expansive than that. But for me, I'm an alien. I'm from the planet Arcturus. I channel from Arcturus. So Mm -hmm. usually star seeds have these activation codes with inside of them. And mm-hmm. you can activate people in many different ways. You can do it through light language. You can do it through drawing. You can uh, do it through just literally speaking like that. Like my sister's, uh, my sister's path in her soul contract is literally just to have a YouTube channel and she activates people just by speaking. Uh, my boyfriend's path is like to open a brewery and he activates people by the, the, the beer that he creates. Um, so starseeds have many different paths on this, on this planet. Uh, but that's pretty much the difference between a light worker and a starseed. Mm-hmm. And then I, I also have, um, how can I say this? I also have a lot, a, a large, large, large connection with the angelic realm. So now I'm starting to shift into working with um, the high angelic realm. So instead of mm-hmm just channeling um like light language from Octarius I'm also channeling um angels as well which is mm-hmm. it's the I love I love 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 my family Octarius which is here with me right now <laughs> <laughs> um but also experiencing light language come coming from the angelic realm is like the energy the emotions that feel that you feel in your body it's just like this warm loving hug around you that's just like um so it's beautiful and also I was told recently that I have a lot of earth angels in my community um so it's like your job is to help the earth angels remember who they are so that they can expand more into this world um and to go even further like even though we can't visually see them earth angels have wings and when you get even deeper tuned into your spirituality and the feelings of different energy, you can actually feel your wings on your back, which is kind of crazy, but that's a whole other level. 
Oh my gosh. This is so juicy. I love it. <laughs> so for anyone who's listening right now, and maybe they've heard the word starseed before, but they've never really done a deep dive into this stuff. How would you, how would you suggest that they get started? Like how can people identify maybe which star system resonates with them and what, I, I guess, like what feels right? <laughs> um, well, what I would say is you can also tune into your higher self and just you can ask like hey higher self am am I a starseed or a a light worker or if you do pendulum work Mm -hmm. um, you can ask if I'm a starseed or a light worker but if you're out there if you are giving if you are trying to change the world and change people and help them you are definitely a light worker or a starseed and yeah so I would say tap into your higher self or if you know someone that's a channel ask them (laughs) (laughs) um and yeah, I think it's just a feeling of I'm here to do something big. I'm here to change the world as in, um, and especially if you're in the coaching industry, like if you're in the coaching industry, I mean, obviously there are coaches that, you know, are just out there to claim money and bring it into them. But the true genuine coaches that are here to expand a hundred percent light workers, a hundred percent star seeds. Um, yeah. So that's how I would say biggest thing, just be like, Hey, hi yourself. Am I a light worker or a star seed? And just see what comes down to you. I love it. And I think those terms are really great because it's not like it has to be anything totally crazy and out there. Like even if you don't have a business and you're not a coach, but you're someone who loves to, I don't know, raise the vibration of your friends and your families and and share things that you're learning with them. Like you could be a light worker doing that too. (laughs) Yeah. Always out there guiding. I was, I literally, I, I remember one time I was at my going away party before I was leaving and I was talking to one of my friends and she was like, she just looked at me and she's like, you should be a speaker. Cause I was just like going off and I was just like, la, 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 la. she was like, you should really be a speaker. And I was like, Oh, thank you. I received that. And that was like, like eight years ago. And oh, like wow. my speaking is in my path. One of my other mentors that I had, she's a channel as well. And she, the first thing, like our first call, she was just like, I see you on stages. And I was like, I feel it girl. I know. It. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's amazing. So speaking of which, like, would you describe a little bit about what light language is, how it works? And I'd be really curious to hear what was the first time that you got into it or realized that it was something you could do? Um, so definitely into my spiritual journey, I was, and I feel like when you, when you're aligned, you're aligned. Cause I, I started finding coaches that I never even heard of. So I got into, this one container and she was, it was basically all about healing and that's what I did. But Mm -hmm. she brought in another coach that did light language and I had no idea what light language was, but it was like a healing. So I listened Mm -hmm. to it and I was just like, so curious about this. Like, what is this? So then obviously I started following the other coach and I was like, girl, what's up? But, (laughs) um, and then I, I ended up taking a program with her because I was just, I was so called to it. I didn't really know what it was. I don't even think I knew about being a star seed yet until like diving deeper into that. And then the first time I, when I started, when I started channeling light language, the first thing that happened was moving my hands, doing mudras. And then the voice came on later, but light language is basically, um, it's basically a love language and it, goes through your higher self receives it. So that's why it's beautiful with reprogramming because we have all these things within our conscious and our subconscious mind that are like holding on to this doubt and fear and lack and scarcity. But 
when you have light language come in to reprogram you, it bypasses your mind and it takes what it means. And, and I'll, I can even do a little, a little quick session here too, so that they can experience oh, it. Oh, yes, um, <laughs> yes, we're, we're going to get in there, girl. <laughs> we're going to jump, jump into your subconscious. <laughs> um, so yeah, light language is literally the language of love and it's here to reprogram. It's here to expand your DNA. We have a lot of, do- a lot of dormant DNA that, um, has been placed due to the matrix, keeping us small. They wouldn't want this dorm, this DNA on when we're like, we could do anything and everything we want. All that DNA is like, shut off. And as we <laughs> heal, we activate it. So that's why with quantum yeah. healing, it recodes your DNA. It expands your cellular um, ability, your cellular memory, as well as um, connects you deeper to your higher self, your soul. And it just helps you remove those blocks. And it it's, you can dive within your chakra system as well. So um, there's so- your chakras are your energy centers, if you guys don't know that. But basically <laughs> your root chakra is like your financial center. If you feel lack, if you feel scarcity, if you feel instability, um, mm-hmm. if you feel unsafe, that's coming from your, your root chakra. So I can go into your root chakra and see what's going on there. Is it shattered? Is it, um, is it just off balance? Do you have a bunch of lack and scarcity programs running through? And that shows up in your life and in your business, because even when I first healed my root chakra, which was like this year, I think, um, it brought so much balance into my life. I was like, I haven't had a root chakra since I was a chi- like a child. Like that's when it wow. was shattered. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was like, it makes so, so much sense that I was just living in a, a way of like lack and scarcity and just instability. Um, yeah. So it's crazy how much our energy centers affect us. And that is the true beauty of when you have quantum healing or light language done on you. Um, yeah, that's a little, little of that. (laughs) Oh, that's so amazing. And I think it's super powerful work because I think a lot of times people can get down or get frustrated with manifestation. They're like, I wrote this affirmation on my page like 60 times. Like, why hasn't this happened yet? But when you dive into the subconscious and you take a look at things on a deeper level, that's when you're really open to receive because there's nothing in the way. (laughs) Exactly. 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 Um, What I got the other day too, when I was channeling the high angelic realm was that a lot of people have an abundant soul block because our, our souls are mm-hmm. deeply abundant. Our souls can pull anything and everything we want to us. But when we have that abundant soul block, it's not allowing us to filter that, that genuine connection. And I also, mm-hmm. I channeled manifestation energies and they're like, they were kind of like, they're like, we kind of <laughs> laugh because humans actually only use like 1% of their manifestation ability. And I was like, what? Wow. Like, yeah. <laughs> I was like, damn. They're like, they're like, think about it. You are a creation from the divine creator. Why wouldn't the creator give you this gift to create your mm-hmm. life? And I was like, yeah, obviously. Um, but it's like when you don't really comprehend that and we're just like, oh, well, we can't have that. It's like, but wait, we can actually create our lives because the creator gave us this gift. Um, so yeah, that was, it was a fun (laughs) channel session. I was like, what? (laughs) Yeah. Oh, that's so crazy. And I'm wondering like if you experienced something similar to me, because I actually used to go through my own struggles with an eating disorder as well. And during that time, I felt like it was really challenging for me to manifest because I was so in a state of unworthiness, but also because of how much 
of my thinking and my thought process and my energy was going toward my body, what I was eating, what I looked like, you know, back then I wouldn't have even had the capacity to not even like have a business, but to even conceive the idea of having one. Like I felt like so closed off back then and I never saw it until later on as I really started diving deeper into learning about all of this stuff, but also just coming into who I am and my own authenticity and self-worth was that I was being held back by that for so long because it just took up all of my space. (laughs) Agreed. Agreed. I feel like the moment I actually, it's like you're in this, this eating disorder shell um, and you can't see anything and you can't see life going on around you. The only thing you're worried about is like, well, if I go out to dinner, how many calories is going to be? Oh my God, am I going to fit in this dress? Fuck excuse my language. Yeah. Excuse me. <laughs> um, but that's it. That's what was my life. I used to literally, I would go to the gym in the morning. I would go to the gym at night and that's what my focus went on. Mm-hmm. And I did try to start my business when I was still in the kind of eating disorder realm and I did get some stuff done, but <clears throat> excuse me. It was just like, it was so hard to see anything. And I, it's like, mm-hmm. I look back and I was like, damn. And I obviously I forgive and I love myself in every single way, but it's like, I look back and I was like, I denied all that time spending with my friends because I just felt like I had to look this specific way. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's a great mind block. Um, yeah. So the moment that I was like, oh, there's life going on outside of this. Okay. And I was just like, well, let me just climb on out because I'm not about to get back in. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. I'm glad you can relate. I mean, obviously I'm not glad that you went through that, but we, we learn things. Right. And I think even from like a spiritual perspective, realizing that like that was holding you down, right. Like that was a block, like not even necessarily like, Oh, like I couldn't think about other things, but even just spiritually, now that I know that, you know, for example, our subconscious takes in a lot more learning when we're about to fall asleep. I'm remembering those days where I used to fall asleep wondering what the heck I was going to eat the next day. Yeah. And now, oh, that's my sacred manifesting time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, and I also think that when it comes to just that realm of being so deeply into not seeing beyond anything else. Um, well, no, this is what I want to say first. I wanted to say that I know that I hundred percent went through that eating disorder for a reason. I know that was yes. in my soul contract for sure, because that was the link to me getting into the coaching space. That was the link for me to guide people. And that's oh. what I say. Obviously there are things within our, within our life that we go through that was like, why would I ever put that in my soul contract? But our soul contract is put in place for us to get to our desired outcome in the soonest way possible for us to learn things. Mm-hmm. Uh, and sometimes there's, there's karmic partners that come into our life to help us experience something so that we can turn that into the light and help other people move through. Um, so it's, I mean, it's, especially when, you know, things bad, obviously bad things happen, not that bad things, but just <laughs> when you look at events and you're like, Oh, why, why would anyone ever want to experience that? Um, but it's like our soul, our soul created all of this stuff for us to go through, to get to where we are today. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's why whenever I would think about my eating disorder, I would honestly say like, thank you thank you. I see you. And I, I appreciate you because you got me to where I was today. If I had a perfect um, teenage years and adulthood, maybe I would have never been like, I need to help people do this. I would have never got here. 
Um, so it's just allowing these certain events in our life that might not be, you know, the most shiniest to look back them and look at, back on them and see how it made us grow in these ways. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that's how I look at my eating disorder now. Um, yeah. That's beautiful. And I think, I think that's really inspiring because I mean, subjectively, maybe like things like this seem negative, but when you can like shift your perspective and ask like, what did this teach me? What did I learn? Like, what have I gained because of this? How has my life changed? That changes the entire story instead of just being in that victim mode, or even like what you were saying with the root chakra, feeling like everything is happening to you and not for you. And that you're always just stuck in that survival. That's kind of what keeps you down and keeps you stuck. And uh, when I think about you know, what I'm doing now and, you know, the kind of work that you're doing, like we are out there, we're serving, we're giving our heart and we're sharing with the world, you know, what we've overcome and what they can overcome. It's such like a bigger picture and a bigger, a bigger purpose than being in your own head, just worrying about your own self. True, 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 true. (laughs) I, I love that perspective and, and even just coming down to like being on the outside, being on the aftermath of it, like you can still do this when you're in the moment, like if you're literally in the moment of building your business, or maybe you might have an eating disorder right now, you can start asking yourself, what am I learning for this? Like, why is this still in my life? What lesson have I not learned um, that I am still flowing through it? Because our, the way the universe works, it like, it'll keep giving you things and things and things and things until you learn those lessons. Um, And it's, it's bringing yourself into that awareness and not just allowing your life to run you, but allowing yourself to step up and run your life. And that's when it's like, ask yourself, why am I experiencing this? You know, why haven't I shifted into my business? Do I not feel worthy of having this freedom, having this expansion? Or why am I holding back from starting my side gig on my nine to five that I absolutely love? Yeah. Um, it's like putting yourself in the driver position, which we're all supposed to be in. Mm -hmm. It's really crazy that we're talking about this because I did a live stream on Instagram this morning and I pulled a card from Gabby Bernstein's Miracles Now deck Mm -hmm. and it said, it was like, obviously I'm paraphrasing, I don't remember exactly what it said, but it was like, when I experience challenges, I become the lighthouse and I feel like it's exactly what we're talking about. It's like when something is going on that is subjectively negative, but you ask yourself, like, how can I use this to shine my light? How can I use this to inspire others and inspire myself even? Like, how can I do this, right? Instead of staying down. So it's such a crazy synchronicity. (laughs) True, I agree. I 100% agree with that. Um, and I love that. I love that it all just combined together. <laughs> oh my God. I could, I could like talk to you all day, I swear, but obviously want to be super respectful of your time, but I could ask you a billion more questions. But before we wrap up, I would love to hear a little bit more about the light language. If you wanted to give us a little demo on here. <laughs> yes, I sure would. Um, okay. So hold on real quick. High Council, Octarian High Council. Yes, they are here. Here's some other, okay, so clear my channel, please. Thank you. <laughs> Gatekeeper escort all the energies out. Mm-hmm. Council is okay. <clears throat> so, how would you like to experience the sight language? Would you like me to do a healing on you, or would you like me just to do a, um, a general healing? How would you like it? Ooh, I mean, I'm open to either. They both sound great. Um, okay. 
<laughs> let me know which which one do you want <laughs> yeah I mean hmm I mean I'm really interested in knowing for myself but I also want to keep it helpful for everybody else <laughs> um well we can do is there are there any blocks that you feel like are, have been coming up recently for you hmm that's a good question I'd say one of the biggest blocks that I experience personally, and I actually do see this in my community too, so I do think it could be helpful for them, um, is kind of like what you were saying before about always feeling like you need to hustle to get the results that you want and saying like, oh, if I take a break or if I mix, if I miss X, Y, and Z, then that means that, you know, nobody will buy this or want to work with me. And I feel like sometimes, even though I know that's not true, I still fall into that. <laughs> Okay. Okay. Perfect. I feel like that just runs through all of us. <laughs> yeah. It is um, a common one. <laughs> it is because I feel like society as well as placing that pressure on females that we have to do, 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 do to get, and we tend to shift deeper into our masculine energy. So, all right, here we go. Hold on. So let me just call an Archangel Michael just to come in and create a protective space. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Hmm. And just take a deep breath in. Just let it out. And then from your root chakra, we're just going to pull a beautiful tree trunk all the way down into the ground. And just so that you can ground yourself with Mother Earth and allowing your roots just to submerge in the soil and the water. And then pulling in a beautiful column of white iridescent light from divine source flowing through your crown. Is she a star seed or a light worker? Light worker, okay. Just rolling through. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. I'm just asking. Do I have um, access to her super conscious? No. So what I would like you to say is just, I give full access to my super conscious to Melissa. I give full access to my super conscious to Melissa. Perfect. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Do I have full access now? Yes, perfect. She has some energies around her that... It should be cleared. Okay, so Archangel Michael, can you please go into her space and clear those energies? Please and thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And please clear any energies around me that were never invited here. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, let's see. Okay, so super conscious. What is putting her in the state of I have to do this? I have to do this. I have to do this. And I cannot take a break. Um, what is coming up is seems like it runs through your family a little bit and is that true yes <laughs> yeah okay yeah <laughs> I was like I heard the Snickers I was like okay I think it's true <laughs> um, and then okay let's see what else is coming up she's putting a lot of pressure on herself um, it's like she's creating this Creating this ideal, there's this ideal of how the coaching industry works. So it's like she's putting this pressure on herself to maintain this certain type of structure, I guess, rather than just flowing through her own structure. Um, she's still looking to find her balance within that space. And that's why she's still shifted more into her divine masculine energy. What's her divine masculine energy percentage? It's about... 75% and her divine feminine 25 to 38 rotates 
Uh, are any of her chakras shattered? Yes. Root chakra? No. Sacral? Yes. Solar plex? Uh, not shattered, but needs healing. Heart chakra? Good. Throat chakra? Closed. Okay. Third eye? So-so. And crown? Same. So-so. Okay. So... Within her root chakra, so her sacral chakra is shattered, correct? Okay, so your sacral chakra is shattered, which is, that's your divine feminine energy. That's the flow, that's the more balance that is allowing you to kind of come into that space. So you're not able to get into more of that flow because that sacral energy is shut off. So we will heal your sacral chakra. And if there's any other individuals in this audience, in her audience, in that community that needs the sacral chakra healing, let's go ahead and do this for them as well. Perfect. Okay. So just allow yourself to receive. In angelic realm would like to tap in. And so calling in the high angelic realm as well to come in for the purpose of channeling light language and healing. Thank you. And you might feel energy within your sacral chakra. You might just feel more energy within your being, within your body, and that's totally normal. How's your sacral chakra doing? It is healing. It'll be healed within the next three to five days and just balancing out her divine masculine and feminine energy. And also with your throat chakra being closed off, it's not allowing you to speak your full truth. So opening is her, wait, is her throat chakra healed? No, it's just closed. Okay, so let's open her throat chakra. And if there's any ladies within the community allowing your throat chakras to be open as well and activated, this is a big one for females. We Our throat chakras tend to be closed off or just not allowing us to fully speak our truth, which holds us back in our businesses as well, big time. This is what I work with a lot. How are you feeling right now? I feel more relaxed, actually. <laughs> good. <laughs> good, 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 good. Okay, so... Um, how is her throat chakra? Her throat chakra is opening up, but she has a lot of resistance to speak her truth throughout her life. She kind of felt like she had to identify in a certain way. So it kind of blocked off the true, um, words that she would like to say. How does that feel to you? Yeah. I mean, it really makes me think for sure about how I can be more open about, my journey and how I can use that to help others because I feel like I'm definitely I am very expressive like I'm always talking and I'm always sharing but I think being more conscious of like sharing the whole story and maybe not just pieces of it is something that I could definitely work on <laughs> um hold on a channel message is coming <laughs> coming through hold on hold on hold on <laughs> 
You are a beautiful earth angel as well. And you are here to share your journey with your community to help them expand. Your journey is a reflection of their journey. And when you allow yourself to speak your full truth, you will be able to make and create great change in your community. Within leaders that hold back their truth, they're not allowing themselves to really tap into that global leader that they are supposed to be here on earth. You are a global leader with inside of you, which is trying to birth out. But right now, you're not fully allowing yourself to step up to that. And that is okay because you are going through your journey, but know that this global leader with inside of you is there for you to tap into. And the more you allow yourself to express your journey, express your truth, express these things that come into your mind that might seem a little bit different for people to take in, but those are the things that you're meant to share. So pay close attention to your thoughts. And this is the High Angelic Realm speaking, and we would love to bless your audience with a soul level expansion right now. Of course you would. <laughs> okay, so hold on, just allow this to come through. We are all, we are calling you now to wake up, to expand into the, the global leaders, the earth angels that you are, the star seeds, the light workers, because we need you here expanding your light even deeper into this earth's atmosphere to bring on change, to bring on this new earth that we all deserve a desire to, to live in. You are a part of this big, beautiful mission. And it's now time to elevate and allow your soul to speak the truth to you and allow your soul to break free of the boundaries of the 3D matrix and come alive again with inside of you and allow yourself to express these beautiful gifts that your soul has contracted you into. You are a beautiful blessing on earth and we are here to always guide you. The angels always surround you and everything that you desire to do, know that you are worthy of having it and know that you can fulfill these wishes. And most of these wishes are coming from your soul contract. So make sure to listen to them. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Okay, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thanking the high angelic realm as well as the high council of Octarius for coming. You are now released with love. And I am closing my channel. Hi. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> um, how was that for you? <laughs> Thank you so much. First of all, I just have to say that was a really special experience and really amazing that anyone listening will get to tap into. So thank you. Thank you. Um, but I definitely resonate with everything that you said. And I feel like I need to step into the feminine flow more. I feel like I've been making excuses for myself lately when it comes to flow. Like I'm like, oh, if I do my morning ritual and I take a break to read a few pages and do some yoga, like that's enough for me. But um, in reality, I don't believe that it is. And I yeah. think there is more that I could do to flow through my day and, you know, not just block out like those couple of times and say that that's good enough. Yeah. And I think 
like flowing in my business is something I would love to do a little bit more because I do feel like sometimes when it comes to launching and things like that, I kind of tend to follow a similar pattern each time. Like obviously, yes, the content is different and I'm always creating new things, but I always kind of use the same system. And I think I forget sometimes that with my business, there's my own rules and I can Mm -hmm. be a little bit more free with how I run things if I would like to. So, (laughs) so I agree with that, but I feel like as any new coaches, there's just, there's a very big, like you come into the coaching industry, you do it this way, you're good, done. So we forget about our own creativity inside of us. That's always here for us to tap into. Um, And it's just like, whenever you do have coaches, it's like obviously taking in the guidance, but allowing yourself to filter through it um, and create that expansion of you. Because a lot of, a lot of times I've actually, I've done some healings on clients and I was like, you're literally the females, like I can't move forward in my business. And I tapped in and I was like, your coach's energy is all over you. Your coach's mm-hmm. energy does not wit, uh, does not fit the way that you're supposed to flow. So it's literally blocking you because you're using all these methods that are going against your grain. So it's like, we have to clear out her coach's energy so that she could get back to herself and it was actually really beautiful because she's like, I'm a complete different person. Like I wasn't flowy. <laughs> I wasn't in my feminine. I wasn't, I just couldn't be even myself around my partner. And she's like, my mm. partner even noticed a crazy shift in me. And I was like, yeah, these are things that we get to open within our energy centers um, that a lot of us are not aware of us. I was not aware of this until I started doing it. <laughs> um, but yes, 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 yes. I agree. It's just, even going down to asking yourself, like, how do I want to run my business? If, if, Mm -hmm. if I allowed myself to truly trust myself, what, how would I launch? How would I serve my clients? What programs would I actually make? Cause I also feel like when I came into the coaching industry, it was like, no, no one's going to buy that. No one's going to need that. No, you can't do that. You need to do this. And I was like, okay. So in my head, I was like, okay, well, let me adjust so that, you know, people are going to buy from me, but it's like, what you're going to sell is what's close to your heart. And if you're trying to do something that's not even in your heart, it's not going to bring you. And maybe it will bring you some monetary value and some excitement, but later on you're going to be resentful for it because you don't really want to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I always go back to this. I think it was years ago and then I'll stop because I talk a lot, but it was, years <laughs> I'm ago, loving it. <laughs> I was listening to this radio and it was like this radio show. And it was like this mom of like five, first like divorce. So she had to learn how to take care of her kids herself. Mm -hmm. She made a million dollar business off of felt ornaments, felt Christmas ornaments. I'm like, wow, a woman can make a million dollar business out of felt Christmas ornaments. We can do anything and everything we want to do. It's just that limitations that we're setting in our head. In all reality, it's like, well, instead of thinking like, how is this going to fail? It's like, well, what if it succeeds? Not even what if it succeeds. It's like, this is going to succeed. I allow this to succeed. I allow this business to thrive. Mm -hmm. Uh, Just off on my tangent. Okay. I'm going to stop because (laughs) your girl gets to the zone and I just go off. (laughs) No, no, we love that zone. We want to be in it. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So for anyone listening who is soaking up this advice and they're really excited about it, what would you have to share for, you know, taking in what your coach gives you and, you know, obviously putting to work what resonates, um, but also listening to your own voice. Like, how do you find the balance between the two? 
I think just obviously listening, like taking it in and then feeling into your body. Like, does this feel right to me? Does this feel good to me? Do I feel resistance towards it? And this is the thing. When you're hiring a coach, make sure you vibe with your coach. Make sure that you actually know what type of coach you, you want and not just going off of the the shiny coin that's being like um, kind of waved in front of you because the more that you align with your coach, you're going to get what you desire out of it. And you're going to get an aligned plan that you can take into your own and really allow yourself to um, thrive with it. So that's what I say. The first thing when you're out there looking for a coach, actually know what you want from a coach. Mm -hmm. Uh, Because like I said, we all were just like, oh, what? I think it's the big thing. Like, oh, make $5,000. Okay, I would make $5,000. But it's like, yeah. I've had so many freaking clients that came to me and they're like, I just spent $5,000 in a coach. And it was the worst experience ever because uh, not all coaches, obviously, but there's some coaches <laughs> that just take your money, give you a cookie cutter plan that everyone takes and uses. And it's not for your soul. It's not for your soul. So it's really allowing yourself to know that there is a a hundred percent coach out there but even like talk to the coach ask the coach questions um I would rather someone come and ask me questions before they got into my program and were like you know what I don't like the way that you coach you're not my vibe and that's fine and I know I'm not a lot of vibe I'm not a vibe for everyone and I'm okay with that Mm -hmm. but if you find a coach out there that you're totally just drawn to speak to her speak to him ask them questions um, tell them what you're going through and, and ask them and, and listen to their responses and, and allow that to filter into your body. Every time I post something or a program, I usually say, feel into it. If this feels like a heck yes, then let's jump on a call. If this doesn't vibe with you, then it's maybe it's not your time. I've even told, I had another female in my last round and she was like, um, she's like, I'm thinking about your program, but I have so many programs that I'm in right now. And I literally tuned in. I'm like, it's not time for you right now, but what time, what is time for you right now is a quantum healing session. She's like, I know I want to work with you. I know there's something that I need to do. I was like, quantum healing is what you need right now, because when you allow yourself to move through those blocks, you can actually go into the realm of the external expansion in your business. Um, okay. Tangent. Woo, girl. Sorry. <laughs> no no (laughs) um but yeah I just think that just starting more of tuning into that vibe of you will allow you to align to the coach that you really need and allow you to align to the coach that will get that will help you get the progress that you need but also knowing that even though you have a coach you are the power behind your business there is no coach that can come and be like I'm gonna shine up your business so much it's gonna be powerful because if you're not in it to do the work and if you're just sitting there like give me this give me this give me this but you're not really filtering yourself into it it's Mm -hmm. not gonna create the true business that you desire um so know that it goes both ways and I I even one of my first mentorship programs that I got into when I got out of it I was like what did I get out of that program like what did I get out of <laughs> but then I, I went back and I was like, oh, this is what I got out of it. I got out of learning how to tap into my voice, learning how to write content that that really awoken, awaken, awoken my my soul, my spirit. So it's like um, even the females that come to me and they're like, oh, I spent money on this coach. I'm like, but what did you get out of it? Let's think about the good that you got out of it. Mm-hmm. Because before that, you didn't know how to structure your business at all. Look, you know how to structure your business now. Now you can expand. So, because 
if I, I feel like if I allowed that client to come into my program and still feel like, you know, angry towards this last coach, she's still going to be thinking of that. She's not going to be able to actually take in what she needs. So Mm -hmm. that's why if anyone comes to me like that, I'm like, well, let's look at what you got out of it. What can you do differently now? Um, I feel like anything you experience, you'll always get something out of it, Mm -hmm. but it's also allowing yourself how much allowing yourself to take in what you need to take in. Yeah. Like this whole podcast, taking what you need to take in. Cause I talk a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I think it's good to have your own kind of, I don't know. I don't want to say like critical lens, but just to listen to things and be able to filter what resonates with you and what doesn't. Like, I think there's nothing wrong with being open-minded and, you know, open to hearing about and accepting different perspectives and ways of doing things, but you don't have to take it all. And even if we did take it all, first of all, who even has time for that? Um, But also (laughs) like, there's so many different strategies out there and a lot of them work, but they don't all work for the same person, the same niche, the same business model. And just because someone says like, you know, that's, that's your ticket to success doesn't always mean that it is. And I think it's a matter of seeing, okay, when I hear about this, like, does this sound like something that really resonates that I really want to do this? And if the answer is no, you don't have to force yourself. (laughs) True. True. And I think it's just feeling into what you need at that moment too. Um, and even if there's any ladies that have gone through programs uh, that didn't get the results that they truly desired or, or was claimed that they were going to receive, mm-hmm. ask yourself what you received through that. And then ask yourself, are you allowing yourself to be worthy of having the successful business? Because mm-hmm. that's what a lot of it comes down to. We have these programs, um, these plans that are here for us to use that will elevate us, but the internal just kind of shut down is where we get blocked from really taking that external plan and just like blasting off with it Mm -hmm. Uh, and allowing yourself to know that you're worthy of that successful business. Um, And you have so much wisdom in you. You don't need, like I, it's. (laughs) I think in my, in my beginning, I got so caught up in like, I need this certification. I need this and this and this and this, but we have so much wisdom inside of us. And we always are a, like a footstep forward, um, a mile ahead of someone that needs our help. So it's yeah. like just allowing yourself to um, get out and serve and guide. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Beautiful. Well, Melissa, thank you so, so much for everything. I'm so excited for people to hear this and connect with you and tap into your energy because it's so incredible. Um, But before we go, do you have any last words that you would love to leave us with any last kind of moments of advice? I know you've already given us so much, but if there's anything we missed. (laughs) Um, I was like, do you really want to open this up to me? (laughs) (laughs) Um, I would just say that knowing deep down that you're all worthy of everything that you desire and just even after this moment, after listening to this podcast, just give yourself a hug and say, I love you. I respect you. I appreciate you for everything that you do for me. Mm -hmm. Um, And turning that love internally, because when you turn the love internally more so, it helps you reflect that external love to your community. And it also helps your community see that love inside of you. And it, it shines a light on them that they want to be a part of. Um, 
So that's, that's it. I'm going to stop there. <laughs> Amazing. And where can we find you? Where can we hear more? Do you have any offers that you would love to tell us about? Um, so let's see. You can find me on Instagram. I'm always on there at Melissa B Bates underscore. Uh, my website is melissabbates.com as well. And right now, um, depending on when this podcast comes out, <laughs> um, I have energetic soulmate client attraction mastermind, which is all about the internal. Um, it's all about the soul healing, soul embodiment and soul expansion, because our soul is the magnetic ability to attract clients. So that's what it's all about. It's just, it's literally getting us in tune with that deep soul blueprint that we're mm-hmm. here to tap into and um, apply to our businesses. And that's it. There's all. <laughs> and of course I have my quantum healing sessions. Um, mm-hmm. If you feel like you have blocks and you're looking to move forward, think move forward. Um, I have those as well. Yes. Beautiful. <laughs> well, sincerely, I hope that everyone gets in touch with you after and just thank you so much for being here. This has been so enlightening and even just like on a personal level, you know, separate from having this interview, I know that I learned so much and, you know, having that session with you, that little mini session, I think is something that I'm going to reflect on for the rest of my day and really, you know, ask myself, what do I feel called to do in my business or, or maybe even not in my business? Like, what do I feel called to do just in my life today? And that serves my soul and, you know, helps me serve others. So I just want to sincerely thank you so much. Thank you. I appreciate you for having me on. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Thank you. And thank you to everyone for listening and talk to you in the next episode. Thanks for listening and letting me guide you to your most spiritual side hustle. If you love the show, I would be so grateful to hear from you in an iTunes review and be sure to come hang out with me over on Instagram at the court Barrett and join my free Facebook community, the spiritual side hustle society for even more daily inspo and tips. Now, what are you waiting for? Go out there and live your soul's purpose and I'll talk to you next time.